selling a little cha-ching or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching <coughs> shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the final real life store stage all the way down to did we just hit a million dollars shopify is here to help you grow whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person pos systems whatever and wherever you're selling shopify's got you covered shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout at 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash human two that's all lowercase you're going to go to shopify.com slash human two now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash human two hello besties welcome into human two moving out of state part eh. two you don't even know the name of my podcast? Human 2. Oh, I am Human 2, sorry. No. When did you change it? Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of I Think I'm Human 2. Thank you. Anyways, I clearly need another husband. In Grammatically this correct, and I need another wife. <laughs> As you should. King. I hope you remember. When's my birthday? King. <laughs> When's my birthday? Oh, yeah. Your birthday is um, 13, 57, 19, 77. Got him. <laughs> okay. So if you cannot tell, this is my lovely husband. Last week, okay, so last weekend we came here. We filmed an entire episode. So if you listened to last week's episode, it was all about me moving across the country, the ups and downs, all that fun stuff. And my husband has had that same experience where he moved across the country, away from his hometown, away from his family. He is in Minnesota. There's not a single soul here that is blood related by any means. And um, we literally filmed an entire episode and uploaded it, which takes hours for an, a video to upload, the sound to upload. My editors got into it to go uh, edit it. There was no sound at all. So I don't know if that was. And what's so annoying is that episode was so unbelievably good. We did really well. You guys would be really proud. We it didn't was fight. So it was good. It was awesome. It was so good. Yeah. As was, I'm like cutting really you off. Good. I'm like, that's not good. It was really good, though. <laughs> I'm really sad about it because anyways, whatever. We're going to pretend like it didn't even happen. It is what it is. So that's the joys of reality. I mean, shit goes wrong all the time. So, I mean, if that's the worst problem that we have today, then that's the worst problem. And yeah. we're blessed. Um, we got this. We got so Raphael is going to tell a little bit about his story. Just pr pretend like we never had that same conversation yeah, a couple no, of days ago. I don't know what you're talking about. Do it again. Gotcha. So he's going to share a little bit of his story and his experience of moving across the country. And then we're going to dig into a bunch of the questions that were asked last week um, and give some advice for people who are maybe looking to move across the or out of their hometown. I keep saying across the country because 
our experience was across the country. Across the country, yeah. But we say, even if you move out of your hometown by an hour, I mean, getting out and trying it, things on your own, getting new experiences, um, making this life your own is yeah. is a good start. So moving sure. away from home, moving away from your hometown, whatever you want to call it, moving across the country, here's our part two. Yeah, so part give two. them your story. Tell us, tell us a little bit. Now walk me into it, right? I mean, Florida to California. Go ahead. Okay. You want me to tell your life story? Okay. <laughs> so Rafael was actually born and raised in the state of Florida. His entire family is from there, mom and dad's side. Yep. Absolutely. Everybody was from there, lived there. A couple of people have strayed away, but almost primarily, primarily your entire family is down there. Yeah. Yeah. So in. When I was about 12, 11 and a half, 12. Your dad got a job. Yes. So my dad got a job. Um, and at the time he actually was working in California and Florida at the time, going back and forth every two weeks. Um, and so finally his job was like, Hey, we need you to choose. Would you like to go to Kansas city, Missouri or California, uh, near Santa Barbara? Duh. Right. Yeah. And so he was already kind of acclimated and was already going back and forth. So it was a smoother transition. And once again, I mean, California is California. And so. And um, Kansas is Kansas. Yeah, shout out to Kansas City though. <laughs> we love Taylor Swift was yeah at the facts. Chiefs game. I didn't see her at an LA game. Yeah, so. no, not yet. Hopefully she comes to Minnesota game. Yeah, yeah. Do the Vikings even play the Chiefs? Maybe she'll be on the podcast. I would shit myself. You remember when you said that you, if you met LeBron James, you would shit your pants and you would happily sit in the shit. I definitely would. Yeah, if I met Taylor Swift, not if I met her. Like I'm not a fangirl like that. Okay. But like if she were to be on Human Two's. A podcast? Yeah, yeah, I'd probably shit myself. No, definitely. And it would be warranted. I would be like, what is life? Should we manifest that? We should. The future of T Swift on an episode? And you shitting your pants. <laughs> and then happily sitting in it? Yeah, I love it. Okay, it's continue hot. on. So, um, <laughs> so you're in California. Yeah, so uh, thank you. So we move out to California. Um, and like you said, across the country, having no one there. Obviously, my dad had been going back and forth. Uh, and so it was a smoother transition for him. Obviously, he had coworkers uh, and a couple friends that he had at the time. He was able to kind of um, have that rapport within California and make it, again, an easy transition. For me, my sister and, and my mother, uh, we had nobody out there. Necessar- well, we had no one out there besides my father. Um, no friends, no family. And so it was a whole new, whole new realm of life. Um, I grew up in Orlando, Florida, like the middle of Florida um, in an urban setting. And so to move from there to California um, near Santa Barbara area. So about an hour, hour 15 from Los Angeles um, to a beach city. It was totally different, totally different. Really big um, culture shock for sure. Huge culture shock. California and Florida are huge melting pots, uh, but those specific cities night to day. So um, it was a huge, huge thing. So I did this last week too. And I, yeah. I never, sometimes people will listen to an episode and they're like, Catherine, let them speak like your guests speak. But there's a reason why sometimes I cut people off because I want him to talk on certain things in the future. Yeah. Um, today we're really focusing on when you broke away from your family completely. Yeah. So I kind of want to give you kind of want to give a little bit of a lowdown. So you're in California. Life continues to happen. We can talk about yeah, Other we things have a, that happened out there. Yeah, yeah. At a later date, but so now you're all the way through high school, and all you're the looking way. to pursue your football career and continue on. Correct. So then I choose a school in Nebraska. Talk about another 
total culture shock. Cornfields, totally different. Um, and Nebraska was, was again, and like I kind of said last time, um, was just really amazing for the fact of you go outside and, like, lay on the ground and look up at the sky and you can see the stars and, like, no Cute. city lights, no, you know, loud noises and things of that nature. Um, so, yeah, so I went to Nebraska, totally different. No family there as well. Yeah. So this is your first experience ever away from yes. your yes. parents, your sister. Yeah, yeah, huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I feel like some people would understand, but some people may not. But when you transition out of your hometown or um, a city you're comfortable in and you know people in to something totally new, you may have a sports team like myself um, that it made it a, a bit easier to transition because I had people there, people yeah. already knew the ropes, things of that, um, like that. And so they were more welcoming, hands, you know, hands on of, hey, this is this and this over here is this and some history and just a, a lot of stuff that maybe someone that won't have that it'll be maybe yeah maybe a harder time so that's one of the plus sides that you went through was you went to a traditional quote-unquote college experience like yeah you went to university you lived in a dorm you played a sport you kind of like got forced into Definitely. having a community you didn't have to really search for it it was kind of handed to you per se um so I think that's a very cool experience because some people go a tradition or a different route. Like I did not have the traditional route. I didn't do the university. I never lived in a yeah. dorm, anything like that. So and I think that's cool. Why it's important to have different guests on and people with different life experiences. Yes. Yeah. Yours might be the more again, quote unquote traditional, but I think it's a huge highlight point of when I tell people about moving out of the state and we'll talk about in the future of like how to make new friends and stuff like that. That's a huge thing that I want to touch on is if you are to think of the traditions, right? The traditional route, people go to college, they join sports, they, um, they join groups, they join political, whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. And it's so common for college students to do that. But when you're an adult, it's not common to do that. And it's like, well, why don't we look at the easy way to make friends and to, to learn a new culture and to get acclimated to your new hometown or your new location, wherever, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's a great way to do it. Start taking up a book reading course. Start. Um, there's so many different things out there. And I had said this last week, but obviously you guys weren't able to hear it. I had a roommate who loved The Office. Sounds silly, but like she found trivia night for The Office at a local bar in North Loop. And we would go there and it was actually so much fun. We would have never met these people if it weren't for going to trivia, there were so many different types of people in there, all different backgrounds, all different jobs, all different hobbies, joys, all that stuff. But they all had a very similar sense of humor because the office is something that you just have to have a very particular sense of humor for. So it kind of forces you to expand, meet new people. Um, and it could be anything. It could be a book club. It could be a sport. It could be knitting, cooking, literally it could be absolutely anything under the sun. But if you're looking to, if you are moving or if you have currently moved or if you're about to move, that's something to take up and and take into account. There's a group for you everywhere. There's a community for you everywhere. Everything is at the tip of our fingers now on your cell phone, on your computer. Google is free for everybody. Um, Start typing things in. I told one of my older brothers or my older brother that one time I was like, start just randomly Googling shit. Like, if you think about something, oh my God, I love Star Wars. I love Harry Potter, like yes. Minnesota Harry Potter Club. Um, shit will come up. 
I have been struggling really hard ever since I lost my dad falling asleep and staying asleep. I was tossing and turning all night long and I wanted to find a way where I could fall asleep but stay asleep and get good sleep. And so I started doing some research and I wanted a natural supplement and I went online and I found out magnesium is hands down one of the best things you can take for sleep. But most brands of magnesium only have one to two types of magnesium in it. Then I started researching magnesium breakthrough and tried them out. Absolutely love them. So they have all seven types of magnesium in them. So it'll help you fall asleep, stay asleep, get good sleep, wake up feeling rested. The other part of it is when you when you're lacking sleep and you're so exhausted, your day, your productivity, it's not good because you're just tired. All you want to do is go back to bed. Your mind's all jumbled and ever since I've been taking magnesium breakthrough, I feel so much better throughout the day. So I reached out to them and they did give me a code for you guys. So any of my listeners, if you use this code, you'll get 10% off on magnesium breakthrough. Let me get the exact code for you guys. I think we forget sometimes how many people are in this world, billions of people. And so I don't know if I exaggerated that a bit, but I think there's 7 billion. Even. Oh, cool. Hey Siri, cool how many people are in the world? 7.8 billion. 7.8 billion people in the world. that was of two years ago. Right. And so we may get blinded by the fact of, you know, we're just a fish in a huge pond. But in reality, there's seven over seven, 7 billion people in the world, you're bound to fall into a group of people who enjoy the same things as you do if you go out and search, you know, so yeah, I think you made a really good point, but that's also a huge part of this podcast is yes, yes, I've stated so many times, you're never alone, you might feel lonely, you might be in the state of loneliness, but if you were to just reach out and start finding new people and looking at different things, you're yes. going to realize how many people under the, under the sun have the exact same experiences as you have the exact same feelings have been through the same shit. We are all individuals. Yes. But none of us have an individual experience. So none of us, like there's no, there's not a single thing in this world. Like, have you ever seen the videos where it's like, um, weird eating habits. Right. And it'll be like someone putting peanut butter on a pickle. Yeah. Yum. No, that's disgusting. But think how many people are in the group or in the in the comment section right. that are like, oh my God, I do this too. Yep. It's such an oddity. And you're like, weird. I would never think to put peanut butter on a pickle. Yep. But there's a thousand comments being like, I love that. So even like your weird quirks, like it is never, you're never alone in anything. So, Ever. Um, and that's hobbies, every, entertainment, anything. So I am on a rampage here, but that was kind of what I was saying. Like, when you get to a new town, when you, when you're starting to look and expand and you're wanting to get adventurous, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, that's a good place to start. So, okay. So then you ended up in Minnesota and you have nobody here. You have no friends. You had no family. Correct. You knew nobody. I, well, I know we, we kind of forget sometimes because it's so long ago, but I had one friend and it was a high school teammate. And after junior college, he actually ended up going to a school in Minnesota. And so that's what prompted me to come to Minnesota um, after I left Nebraska, which that'll be a whole nother episode of why I had to leave. And so um, I had to go out to Minnesota once again and only knew one person. Again, another culture shock. Not not overly, but Minnesota's pretty diverse and um, not – you know, like Florida or California, but it was not 
even, it's a big even city. close to Nebraska, right? It's a big city. It's a big city, exactly. So um, smoother transition in that in that sense. Um, something that I was used to. Um, the bigger city, more population, like more population, and here, can we go back? More populated. Well, it's highly populated. Yeah. So the transition was much easier. It was highly populated. Um, <laughs> shout out to bleep that out because I wanted to say bleep that out, but I couldn't. You can. So, oh, bleep that out, girl. But anyway. <laughs> bleep that out. Yeah. I'm dead. Um, so the transition was much easier. Came out to Minnesota and had no one. And so, again, I played football, went to school. You talk about that traditional um, type of transition. And so it became a little easier once again for me, but, again, had no one. No clue, just, and the only time I ever heard about Minnesota was the snow caved in the dome, and I was like, I'm going to die in an avalanche, so that was the only time. die in an avalanche. Yeah, yeah. It Let was, me it move was, there. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was creepy. It was scary, but I'm here still. But I'm here. I'm so proud yeah. of you. Thank you, baby. I'm very proud of you for overcoming your fears. Of snow. Of an avalanche. <laughs> right. Do you know what an avalanche is? Yes. It's when a little, little piece of snow is kicked off the top of the mountain and then it's like and then it gets bigger and bigger oh no that's a snowball huh similar idea okay. but I, and then now it I comes have, crashing down yeah okay so now i have another question for you okay where in minnesota is a mountain mm-hmm. Wait. it's okay it's okay it's okay uh Believe that out, girl. I think you're human, too. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> For the longest time, I didn't know that the Grand Canyon was in um, America, so. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's, that's uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Questions. Are we off to the questions now? How did you handle moving away from your family and friends? You once, first? Once you were gone. What, what was your experience like being alone? Like, it's your first night away from mom and dad. Um, Very surreal to the smallest details, taking a shower, eating food. I mean, you've done a lot of that on your family schedule or people you do, you've lived with on their schedule. And so now it was all on me to just kind of like figure it out and go grocery shopping. And um, again, just small details you don't even think about until you move. And then it's just like, whoa, yeah. I have to now create a schedule and structure um, towards what my life is going to look like And it's your forward. own to make. Yeah, and it's your own to make, which uh, is beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. But a little, it's little choppy at first. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. I remember my first night away from my parents, I texted them to tell them I was going to a movie. And then I was like... Yeah, because they were going to pick you up after. Yeah. No, they weren't. I know. Ain't nobody coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get in my car and drive myself home. Um, I think it's it's when you're when you're fresh out I was going to say fresh out the pen. I'm dead. <laughs> You've been listening to a lot of rap music, huh, babe? When you're fresh out of your your normality yeah. and it's your first night, it's your first day, it's terrifying, obviously. Um, and even like as an adult, say we were to move, right? And say like it's different now because we have each other. Yeah. But even if we were to pick up and move right now, like it's still nerve wracking. It's terrifying. It's the yep. unknown. What's about to happen? Um, what if we fail? What if the ho- the place that we choose is not what we thought it was? Wow. Um, 
But I will say I'm a very big advocate for trekking through. And why I say that is because like, I'm one of those people, like if you hand me a new food to try, I'll take a first bite and I probably will hate it. And if I don't like, that's great if I absolutely love it. But if I don't like it right away, I will always take a second bite because I feel like your first time trying anything new, your brain is already telling you, I don't like it. It's your egos jumping in, trying to protect you. It's your brain being like anxiety, anxiety. Let's stick to what we know. Oh yeah. And you, and then when you're like, okay, you taste the first bite and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. I didn't love it, but it's not that bad. But then when you take the second bite, it's like, oh, I have a little bit less anxiety because I knew what the first experience was just a couple seconds ago. You take the second bite and they're like, oh, I actually really like that. Or then you can finally decide, mm, you know what? It's, I really don't like it. But it's letting that chemical kick in of like, it's actually not that bad. And it was just my anxiety talking me out of it. It was my ego saying, let's stay where we're at because this is comfortable, whatever the case may be. So I always say, like, if you're going to make the move, there's a reason that your body was telling you I'm going to make this move and I want to make this move or New York's calling my name. Chicago's calling my name. The middle of Nebraska's calling my name. There's a reason for that. And I won't get spiritual or religious on you too heavily. I try not to because I think everyone should believe in what they want to believe in. But my true belief is if something is in your body telling you to do something, that's like the future you saying we're here let's get here. And then if you choose not to follow that voice and then later on in life, you have regrets of, I didn't follow that voice. I think that's why you're getting that regret is because that's your future self telling you that you gave up on. Um, and that's where regret kicks in. So I blinked. Where was I even at? What was I talking about? (laughs) You were, you were rocking out right now. That's why. Um, your future self, um, just kind of, Oh, it's, it's your, it's your, you're making that move for a reason. So let's start with that. Like that's a huge step to even follow through with that. Um, but to just know that you got to stick it out for a little bit, you have to, because and even if one day you're like, you know what? I actually want to go back. This wasn't for me. I say at least stay stick six months. You never know what can happen in six months. Six months is not a long time, but it's a good chunk of time where who knows what's going to happen. You might have a first miserable month, first miserable two, three months, but then your body will start to get acclimated. You're going to start to know same with dogs. Like they know after a certain point of time, like, Oh, this is now my owner. This is now my home. Like then they start to open up and then they start to love and it's in their life changes. Like, I don't know if you've ever rescued a dog, but when I first rescued my, my older dog, it was a couple days before she would even like come out of her kennel. She didn't want anything to do with me. Then it was a couple weeks before she started even like kind of cuddling up to me. And now it's like inseparable. She loves me more than anything in this world. Like I am her entire world, but that's just giving it time. Everything in life takes time. Every change takes time, even down to animals. Like this is not rocket science. It's just that your body's getting activated. Your mind, you're starting to know this is my life. This is... Yes. This is not no longer, this is no longer new and, and scary. It's, it's something to start absorbing and then loving. Yeah. And I'll make it quick. Cause I know we got no, go ahead. tons of questions, but I think you said a huge word that started with a C and I want people to really focus in on change. Change comes with uncomfortableness. Right. And the, another reason why, sorry, and I got to touch on it. I love this podcast is because we start with one topic And it just opens up so many more layers to other things. So we talk about moving out of state on your own or moving out of state in general. And we talk about the uncomfortableness of that, which pushes you out of a box 
And now we're talking about life in general, like outside of just moving, you may have something you have going on in your life right now. Um, and it's not moving out of state that you are uncomfortable with stepping forward into or that new light or that new job or something that you're not even used to. And it's going to push you out of that box. And you taking that leap or that step is just pushing you forward and being uncomfortable. When we get comfortable being uncomfortable, I think there's going to be greatness behind that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, and it puts us in a whole new mindset, a whole new grind, a whole new spirit. Um, and then you talk about a community when you have that community along with you, it just ramps up the pace, you know? Um, so, yeah, we were just, again, sometimes you're right that the podcast opens up to different topics. Yeah, definitely. Um, and especially you and I, when we get talking about certain things, like yeah. we get very, yeah, we can, very excited for, yeah. it's not even like giving advice, but almost like a motivational, like so my little brother Aaron and I were speaking the other day and we were in the car and we were all talking and he was complaining about some stuff and he was like, this, this, and this is happening and this, this, and this is going on. And it wasn't even really anything like wild. Yeah. It was like, he's working a lot. He's, um, going to school full time. He's got a lot of classes not a lot of classes, but like a lot of energy there. He's trying to be a good boyfriend. He's trying to maintain his friendships. He's, yeah. he's paying his own bills. Like, and to me, as a big sister, I wish someone would have told me this. At 22 years old, you're fucking doing amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then not only that, but the universe, God, whatever you believe in, trusted those problems to be on your plate because you can withhold that. And not only that, be proud of being able to hold that up. Like, that is a lot to hold yeah. up at 22. Yeah. But you got to look down. internally and be like, you know what? This is actually kind of cool. Like, there's so many 22-year-olds his age that their parents are paying for everything. They're, they're, all they have to do is go to school and come home and do their homework. That is literally it. Everything else is taken care of. Um, there's there's just so many things, and I'm using that as an example because he's, he's very... Um, those are easy. I don't want to say easy problems to have because I don't want to devalue what he's going through and be right. insensitive and be like, right. oh, what you're going through is easy. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm sure it does feel like a lot on his plate right now, but it's the fact that he's holding it up so gracefully and beautifully and he's thinking he's drowning and I'm looking at him from an outsider perspective and I'm sitting here like, one, you're, this is so such a blessing that you get to wake up and this is what's on your plate because the universe, God trusts you to hold it up. Yeah. But then two you get to wake up and, and this is your life. Like, that's so cool. There's so many kids that are probably under their parents' wings, um, not able to go to school. And all they have to do is do a job. Like everyone goes through different life experiences. Like there's kids his age that didn't get the opportunity to go to get an education. They're having to hold up their parents. They're having to pay their own bills. Like they had to grow up really fast. Like there's so many different ins and outs of what it is. And I just think that every time my dad used to say this, um, if you were to write your top three problems on an index card and we were to all sit around a table and sit down and go over what our problems are yeah. and we were to all lay them out for everybody else, nine times out of 10, a lot of people will take back their own problems because you are equipped to hold those problems. You're equipped to handle those problems. There's a reason those problems are in your life. And I, I hate to say this, but like, when my dad had first died, someone had made the comment of like, everything happens for a reason. And at that point in time in my life, I was like, there's no way that I can absorb that right now. That is not, that wasn't like something that went well with me. I was more like kind of pissed off hearing that. But now being almost a year removed from this situation, 
there was a reason that that was on my plate and there was a reason for that. And it's to grow and it's to be able to sit in this seat and go through and talk about real life shit that happened because this podcast, when I originally started it, yeah, I wanted to talk about real life stuff, but I didn't realize the depth of the hardships that people go through. Um, yes. And how vulnerable people and how vulnerable and alone people feel. And immediately I was like, I need to change that. And that was where I was like, maybe that was my reason for my dad dying is that I wanted to be an outlet for other people. And I wanted people to sit in this chair and be able to talk about the things they've gone through. You have an amazing story and I want you to be able to share it one day in the future. But there, but I can't relate to that, but it doesn't mean that there's not people behind the screen that can and are listening and needed to hear the voices and the things that you're saying. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was a really good point to bring up. I think that there is selling a little cha-ching or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching <coughs> shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the final real life store stage all the way down to did we just hit a million dollars Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS systems. Whatever and wherever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout at 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash human two that's all lowercase you're going to go to shopify.com slash human two now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash human two change is very uncomfortable for absolutely anybody because you just get so comfortable in your life. You get so comfortable in your routine. There are a lot of people that go through, they they choose that lifestyle, the calmer, quieter. They stay close to home. I love that too. So I'm not sitting here saying like, if you don't move away from home or if you're listening and you're like, well, this doesn't relate to me because I am, I've gone to the same preschool, middle school. Like my kids are going to it now. Like we're close to mom and dad. We're close to the aunts and uncles. There's beauty in that too. And I'm not saying that this is more for the people who are feeling uneasy making the shift. And I feel like if there's, if there's even a thought in your head to make that change, to get out of your town, to try something new, to be on your own, there's a reason that you're having that pull. And I think you should follow through with it. Yeah. And explore it. Explore it. Yes. Um, we have so many good questions, by the way, everybody, this is, it's unreal. Yes. Someone had said that the confidence you gain away after moving away from your hometown is indescribable. And I definitely think that is true. Yeah. You spread your wings, you figure out like, we say this a lot with, um, certain people in our life. They've never been put up against a wall and had to figure it out. They've never fallen. They've never hit rock bottom because they've always had the support of family, friends, And again, that's a beauty in and of itself. But when you're out there on your own, it's time for you to figure it out. And I think that's really cool. Like 
you figure out who you are, how you handle situations. I don't know. It's a very interesting time of life and it is indescribable. Yeah. You figure out who you are, how you fix things, how you problem solve. You meet your own family and friends. You learn you learn the definition of family on your own. Like you and I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's very cool. Someone had asked um, the best for ways to make friends as an adult. We are going to do an entire episode on that because I think there's a multitude of ways. Um, I know I've touched on try and find a community and a group that you get excited about, but we'll talk on a whole new thing with that. Um, someone had asked if we're still planning on doing a move outside of Minnesota. We are, we are, and it'll, it'll be a challenge, but it'll be exciting too. So we're excited. Yeah, we're excited. I think you answered this last week. How do you handle the guilt of leaving your family behind if you're super close with them? Um, and I think you had a good answer to that last time we filmed this and it went away. Do you want to answer it again? Yeah, I think for me, it was just a tad different. Again, um, the reason behind my leave is football and school. Um, but at the time, my identity was a football player. And for people who are listening, I'm air quoting. Um, because, again, that was my identity, I thought, who I was, uh, just a football player, getting his academic you know, getting his academics and his going through with his scholarship. So um, I figured my opportunity, my true opportunity in leaving was to play professional football. So it was me helping, in quotes, helping our family. Um, and so you, so, didn't, you didn't have guilt. Yeah, I didn't have guilt. The guilt didn't come until I got hurt. And it was like, again, the quote, air quotes, my identity was now taken from me because that's all I saw myself as. You Not know. only that, but you were working to support your family in the Correct. future. You were hoping Correct. to be able to yeah. sign and live that life of a football player that's able exactly. to take care of his mom. Yeah, exactly. And family. So I think that's a that's a different topic for another day. And I, yeah, de- I yeah. definitely think you would have a great, great time explaining a lot of that. Do you have guilt now, like as an adult, now that like you're not playing pro sports um, and we are pretty successful on our own out here? Do you have any guilt now being like, I'm not home? Like we, for example, we could go back to Florida and live close to both our families, but we don't. We choose not to. Do you have any guilt deciding that? No, not at all. I'm at a good place and um, through a lot of lot of work, a lot of work um, and understanding that my journey is my journey. And it has happened for a reason. And I know that's a cliche, corny thing, but um, I just truly feel like, and we've talked about this a lot, that things are starting to come together um, in the sense of our lives and kind of like we're here right now and this is what God has put in. Well, sorry, I don't want to get too. No, you can say whomever. Yeah, you and I don't want to get too, you know, like you said, religious, but um, a higher being has put something in front of you and it's for a reason. And you thought you had a journey and you thought, you were going to do this and you wanted this. And it's like life has something else for you, something bigger, something better. And it just blows your mind because you're like, I was thinking on a peanut scale and then a watermelon was smashed in my, you know, on my mm-hmm. plate. So, um, no, I don't, I don't have any, any, any animosity, any no, guilt. How about you? No, but my parents were split. And so we spent so much time like back and forth. Like I never yeah, really yeah. had we had a home, right? Like a physical home to be in, but I never really felt tied. And I think it was just very normal. Like growing up, I was always away from my mom. I was always away from my dad. Like it was vice versa. Back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So I just didn't really like now as an adult, it just, it's very normal to be away from my mom for so much. Um, 
So no, I don't, I don't have any guilt. I feel like sometimes I do before my dad had passed, I did go through and just freshly being your wife, I went through a little portion of, I felt guilty for Raphael's family versus like my own side. I felt, um, I felt sad knowing how much time we spent with my dad and my brothers. And I was like, I know his mom sees us online, like constantly with my family. I do feel guilty there. Like I feel, again, I feel more guilt for your side than I do for mine. Um, but I also just try to understand that every like our you and I are a family like now it's like our this is our family the two of us is our family and then we have the outer family like now my brothers are no longer my immediate family you are my immediate family that's like the entire point of getting married building your own family like our children will be our immediate family one day god willing and if we choose but um I just think that it's, I got, I had to get back in that mindset of like, you know what? Like I can't feel guilt if he doesn't feel guilt. It's not my responsibility to please everybody. It's not your responsibility. Yeah. I think that's something that the, the older or not the older I've gone. Well, the older I've gone, the longer we've been together. I've decided that it's like, it is what it is kind of, we yeah. got to do what's best for us. And you don't want to live close to home. I don't want to go close to your family and my, like, I don't even want to live by my family right now. So it's like when we decided that we were like, oh yeah, we want to live somewhere where there's nobody. That was kind of my happy medium where I was like, I kind of want to go to a state where we don't really have any family. So then I don't feel guilt. And then also just for tax benefits, because why not? Minnesota's expensive as shit, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, moving along. Um, that was some- a huge scroll. Oh my goodness. No, I was opening the screen. Oh, okay. Um, someone had made a statement saying it'll cost more than you think, so save a little extra. That is true. I think there's a lot of scenarios that could go extremely well. I think there's also some scenarios that could go wrong. For example, when I was moving from Florida to Minnesota, random, but my driver's side window broke literally on the drive wow. up here. I hadn't even made it out of Tampa yet. I had to go get it fixed. It cost me a couple hundred bucks, but... Um, I had to fix it because I was driving into Minnesota and it was in December and there was a blizzard. So I literally had to get the window fixed a very random and unexpected occurrence, but it happened and it is what it is. Did you hit a mosquito? A skeeter. Did you hit a skeeter? Probably. That wouldn't have broke my window. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Eyes on the road, babe. Okay. What do I do if my boyfriend of seven years is a family man, but I want to move out of state? Mm. Wow. Well, I think we, are, we um, I think you and I can agree on this one. Have you had the conversation yet? Mm-hmm. Have you, have you spoke to him? That would be my number one question is, have you talked to him? Yes. And then I think it comes down from there. Say we're just going to play this out. For example. Okay. I want to move. I bring I it up love to, to role play. Let's do this. All right. Raphael, I'm looking to move out of state. I think we need a change. What do you mean we need a change? What, okay, I thought everything call, was great here. Nah, babe, I'm really good at acting. Okay, go ahead. Call Broadway. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I think it would boil down to what your answer is. Say yes or no. Um, Say yes or no. no. No, babe. Okay. Well, if he says no... Well, why not? Well, oh my gosh. This is well, I'm really into out. my family. Okay. 
we're gonna we're gonna end the role play i think it starts with sitting down having the conversation with him talking to him if he says no okay well why um talk to him about that because and you might be pleasantly surprised like what if he says yes if he does say yes, you're going to have to come to an agreement of how often do we come home? How often do you have family out there? Sometimes, again, it goes back into he might have the mindset of like, you're my family now. We've been together so long. Like we can always fly home. We can make the drive home. It depends. Um, there's a lot of things that I don't want to do, but I do for Raphael. There's a lot of things that he doesn't want to do, but he does for me. There's give and take in every relationship. Compromise is a real thing, um, especially if you're looking at marriage. So I will say if he says no and and he's like hard no and you're saying, I have something in me that is 1 million percent pulling me out of the state. I need to get out. I need to get out away from this town. It's okay to end a relationship too. Sometimes there's bigger and better out there. I understand that there's a lot of time under your guys' belt, but I don't know. I would say with that much time, um, you would hope at that point you guys would be able to have that conversation uh, and be able to kind of lay out all pros, all cons, uh, and truly weigh each option and see where is the middle ground of him being a family man but you wanting to uh, live somewhere else. So, And if you stay. I think it can be done. If you say if he says no and you stay because you're like, I love him all. It's worth staying in my hometown. You can't resent him because that choice is on you. cannot resent him. And then vice versa. If he chooses to leave and you guys go and he's kind of like dragging his feet, he can't resent you either. You guys either have to be 100% in or 100% out. Great point. I'm a huge advocate, though, for breakups. (laughs) I know that sounds really sad, but... I think there's so many people that force something because they love that person. And yeah. don't get me wrong. Like I've loved people in the past. Right. But sitting here today, I've never loved anyone the way I've loved Raphael. And there's certain things that like an ex-boyfriend would have done that I would have been like, yeah, fuck you for it. But I'll let him slide with it because of the love. And like, like your ass crack is always out. Literally. I would have walked away from another guy. Like if I was on a first date and his ass was out, I literally would have walked away. Valid. <laughs> I will not fight. Um, but there's, there's certain things that are for the bigger and for the better. And I had said this in the last episode, I had had a high school boyfriend for quite a few years and I knew I was not meant to be in Florida, but in the hometown that I was in and like the family that I was raised in and the family he was raised in, it was very common to just get married and and just figure it out. I could never imagine myself still there, much less married to this guy. Not that he's a bad person. It just was not my trajectory. And I'm sure you can say the same about you've probably loved people in the past and you thought maybe we're going to get married. That's the goal. Like that's the whole point in dating, but there's a reason you guys broke up and there's a reason that my exes and I broke up. Like it's, it's because it, we were meant to be here today, you know? Yeah. yeah. And there's shit that you've been through and there's shit that I've been through and, and vice versa, whatever. Um, but your path is not, you don't have to just say yes. I know so many friends that have gone married just because of time that was under their belt. That's deep. That's and I'm sitting here like, if I was your friend back in the day, I would have been the first person to stand up at your wedding and say, I object. Because now they're looking back. We know a couple people. Now they're looking back and they're just like, damn, damn. I got married because I was just the thing to do. Yeah. And I was comfortable. With so I think the divorce rates right now. Hey, Siri, what's the divorce rate? 50%. Now. We're saying 50, but there's a lot of context in that 50, right. though. All right. Right. And all so the, I, like, that number's very, but in like, ju- Okay, but either way, that's the average yes. divorce rates right now. Correct. That means one of every two couples yeah. is not going to make it out. For whatever reason. We don't know. 
So That's save a- yourself. Save yourself and make sure you're really, really holding out and you're really with the right person. Yeah. Um, Raphael and I kind of got married sooner than a lot of people do. Yeah. But I yeah, think there was so much foundation there and there was so much just, we knew like divorce is not in our future. Like it just is not a thing. Um, I don't know. And I, I just, I don't know. And then I've been with other people where in the past I'm like, marriage is just not a thing with this person. I don't even know why yeah. I'm with them. I'm just hanging on just to hang on. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So I really just think that it starts with the conversation. And exactly like what you said, especially if you've been with someone for that long, a conversation should just be an easy conversation. Do you want to go? Yes or no? Like, I, I can't even imagine there's so many people now where they're like, oh, I don't want to ask my husband that. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you've been together how long and you're scared to ask him a question? I'm like, oh, that's, that in and of itself is nerve wracking. Um, so let me just state that. But I, and I said that about, we were, Savannah and I were talking about um, friendships and someone had asked that of like, how do you talk to your best friend about something that they're doing that's bothering me? And it's like, well, if it's a true best friend and that best friend is really a good person, um, and they love you and they care about you, they're going to want to hear you out and come to a compromise. Or that line of communication is that foundation is so strong. You can lay things on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So I have a, uh, another friend that is, um, so I have Savannah and then Haley and Haley has been in my life for so long. And we've been through so many seasons where sometimes I just spew stuff and I'm like, She's almost like a sister at this, like, or yeah, for like sure. a cousin more or less where it's like, she can be a bitch to me and I can be a bitch back. And never once in my life am I like, oh damn, she's a bitch. Like sh- I just happen to get like a, a back end of a, a con- like a, a, what is the word? Like a stress, like, but I'm never like, oh my God, I hate her. Like she's such an asshole. Like I don't want to be your friend anymore. I'm just like, I just, am, I know her and I just know that like it wasn't meant and same vice versa where I'm going with that is, is sometimes like if the communication and the trust and the actual true friendship is there, things can be said and be done. And you just know that it's, it's, it came from a good place. Yes. Yeah. Um, or like if something, if she's doing something wrong or if I'm doing something wrong, she's so fucking fast to call me out of my shit. And I'm just like, okay, like at that point I'm like, Oh, like she's, she's calling me out for a reason. Um, so I think it's very important to have a line of communication with your friends and family. Um, we, someone, we talked about this last, fuck, I keep saying that. Sorry. Um, it's weird because we literally filmed this whole episode and some questions keep getting popped up and I was like, Oh, we talked about this last time. And people were like, huh, there was no Uh, last time. There was no last time. (laughs) Food changes when you move. I think that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. You had a good answer for this one. I'll let you. I think the Midwest actually has the best food. I've traveled a ton in this lifetime, um, which I'm so blessed to say, but I don't think anything can top the Midwest food. I don't know what it is, but I think it is absolutely phenomenal. I have to burp. Excuse me. Yum. I think if you are moving, take food into account, especially if you guys are foodies. Raphael and I love to go. Oh, Raf- yeah. Raphael and I love to go out to eat. But I don't think it's a make or break situation because if there's something from back home that you truly love, figure out how to make it. And that could be another hobby, too. If you're in its town where you're like, damn, I hate the food here. Um, there's so many ways around that. Learn how to cook. Find a new recipe. Um, and it gives you something to do. It's, it's kind of like a new hobby. But I yeah. will say... I could not imagine living in a state where I did not like the food. Yeah, that's that's big time. I think my biggest reason to not want to move out of Minnesota <laughs> is the food. 
El Taquito. Oh, tacos. Yeah. Yum. I'm shocked you didn't even understand what I was saying. I'm hungry. Me too. All right. What else we got? Talk to me. How to handle the anxiety about moving slash the change, even if it's a positive thing. I think it goes back into exactly like what I said previously. There is, when you're born, you come into this world religiously, spiritually, whatever you believe in. I do believe that there is one path and it's set for you. I think that there's each, like each stop sign you come to, I think there's choices that you could make. Obviously you have the choice and it looks like your path can go like zigzagged, but I really think that like the world knows like what is meant for you. And I think that's such a good thing to know. And that kind of calms my anxiety. What's meant to happen is what's going to happen. What's meant to be will be. Wow. Um, Let go and let God, whatever you gets you through that train of thought. Again, there is a reason that my brain pulled me to Minnesota. Who the fuck lives in Florida and is like, I want to go to Minnesota. Not a lot of people, but it was my path. And I look back now and I'm like, there's a reason that I came here. There was a reason that my brain, my body was pulling me here. At first, I didn't understand it. Then my dad passed and I was like, you know what? I was meant to be here to have that time frame to build the relationship to get to know my dad on another level and now he's gone I couldn't imagine if I let if I let my anxieties talk me out of that relationship and I was still in Florida and I didn't build that that bond with my dad and he died I would have so much regret again I go back into that where if you don't listen to the voice that's telling you to do something positive and make a change you're going to hear it eventually it's just going to be in a negative manner and it's going to be regret um and then I look at Raphael and I, like I found the person that I was supposed to be with. Did I have to go through some bullshit to get here? Absolutely. I think he went through a lot, um, a lot of loss. I mean, when I look at Raphael's life and the things that he's talked about, he's, he's, I mean, this is in the kindest way, but you, you climb a hill, you climb a hill, you climb a hill. And I feel like every time you hit the top where you feel like you're, you're at your level of succession, um, your level of success, shit hits you. And it's almost like a drop down, but when I look from a broader spectrum, it's almost like your, your candles and your stocks, like you go up, you go down, you go up. And then at the end you've skyrocketed. There's a reason that you've had to go through your peaks and valleys and now on your back end, you're way higher, but you had to go through the peaks and valleys. Um, so I think if you just let yourself realize that if it's not in your hands for control, you have to just let it go. You have to let go of the anxieties. You have to let go of the stress. Know that each and every single day you're meant to be on this earth. You're meant to be breathing. That's why you woke up. Um, even through the hardships, I will say you and I have both, Raphael and I have both been through some really, really hard times. I know I've been waking up some days and I'm like, why am I still here? I've had those thoughts of anxiety, depression, um, and just wondering why, like, what's the point past this? Um, and I'm here today to say there was a lot of points past that. And I'm happy that we kept going. I'm happy to be sitting next to you. I'm happy to be married. Like I'm happy to be on the trajectory that we're on. And that's why I feel so passionate about having these talks and to sit down in these chairs and to talk to you guys and to tell you guys stress and anxiety, depression, all that shit is very, very, very normal. Loneliness is not a real thing in my eyes. You're not going, you might be lonely in that moment, but so many people have been through this and it, it starts with just talking about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, that was awesome. So, yeah. Um, 
I tried moving away and I couldn't get over being homesick. Did you experience that? This is I'm thinking this is going to be our last one. Yeah, I've experienced homesickness. You? Uh, uh, the corny normal stuff. I mean, mom's cooking, I guess. Things like that. Is your mom who cook? Yes. She's never cooked for me. Yeah, no, no. I mean, when our parents come, they don't. Yeah, no, we would take them out to eat normally. I don't even think I've cooked for them, really. I feel like it's a vacation for them, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah, that's why I try to, like, exactly, yeah. yeah. And my mom actually had offered once or, like, was like, hey, I'm going to be coming out there when I see you guys on a cook. And I'm like, well, this is more like a, we never, like, sit down at the house. I think one day if we have, like, a a home that, like, has a really nice, like, open. Not a renovated kitchen like ours. Yeah. Or even just like, no, even now, like I still would feel weird if your mom's in the yeah. kitchen cooking and we're all in the living room because it's kind of a segregated. Oh, so you just gotcha, don't feel gotcha. like, you like say we have like in the future when we have a home that's like a kitchen and a living room and it's like yeah. all one big space. Yep. I yep. would be way more inclined oh, for to cook entertaining. at home. Right. Yeah. And you just, or yeah. she cooks, like we don't feel a way for that time. I feel like when you're segregated, there's like a, a portion where it feels like they're they're working. cooking for yeah, you, right? Working right. and exactly. you're just chilling. Exactly. So we're on the same page with that one. But um so yeah, so just like then the I mean what I mean, what else would I? No, that's okay. If you've never had men are a little different too, yeah, I think. Yeah, I for do sure. go through where I really miss my mom. Um I really do wish I was closer to her in a lot of times. But I think again, I go back into I'm meant to be where I'm at and I'm meant yes. to be Yes, you are. I like being independent. There are a lot of days where I'm like, damn, I just wish. Um, but it is what it is. I will say if you tried it and you've gone home or if you've gone out on your own, you've experienced the lifestyle and you're like, you know what? This just is not for me. That's okay too. Yeah. I am never sitting here. Like, and that's where I, w- I want to say, like, there's so much beauty in so many, in every life journey. I don't want anyone to think, oh, because I moved away from home and I was successful doing it, that I judge everybody who doesn't move from home. Do I think everybody should try it? Absolutely. I think everyone should, whether it just be your, you go to a university for four years and you, whatever, um, or even two years, like get out, learn who you are, learn a little bit more about different cultures, different um, backgrounds, just all that fun stuff. And I mean, cultures as being like just California and Nebraska. That's a totally different culture that he got to learn. Yeah. Um, but some, a lot of people go home. There is so much joy in that too. There's nothing wrong with that. But I highly suggest getting out, even if it's for a small time frame. Take a job out in a new city. I had a girlfriend at COVID when she lost her job. She was a bartender or a server. I don't really remember. But she decided to move out of state. And she was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, the world's shutting down right now. Everybody's on basically government assistance yeah. back in Minnesota. That was kind of how it was going. Everyone here, all our bars and restaurants shut down. She was like, this is my time to go to another state, test it out. Cause a couple wow. other states were still open. Yeah. She moved out there and she has never come back. And so I'm like, that's cool for her. But if one day she decided to come back because you know, look, the world's back to normal now, quote unquote, back to normal. I'd, that's subjective. Um, but there's jobs for her back home. She could come back. Like, yeah, it is so cool to just follow your own journey, whether you stay where you're in a new place that you love, or if you come back, at least you can say you did it, you learned and you could decide for yourself. Do I love this place or do I love home? And you can love both, but what do you choose to wake up to every day? That's the most important thing. So, and you don't need anyone to validate that either. Yeah. If you ever feel like you feel it in your heart, your mind, your spirit, Take it on. Take it on. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Yep. 
You don't need someone else to go ahead and check that box for you. Absolutely. Just trust, just trust the journey. Trust yourself. I think that's something that we all With good intention. If you have good, I truly feel in this life, if you have good intentions and you, every foot you put forward in this world and you're stepping with a purpose and, and substance when you're doing things, I just feel like, again, the world is just going to step right along with you. So, um, I agree. We're there to support you. If you do it, shoot us a message on the, uh, on the Instagram page and, We'd love to see the walk, your journey, if you do move out of state, whoever that is. I also think something else that I wanted to touch on before we end this. Sometimes life just starts going wrong. And you're like, why are things just not going my way? Why is it going wrong? What is the problem? What's the issue? I think that's the universe forcing you. I have a girlfriend right now that is going through some shit. And what, what does she keep saying? Like... Like, just not right now. Like, my mind just can't handle this right now. Like, why right now? Because the universe doesn't skip past anybody. Like, everything that's coming your way is for a reason. If things aren't going right, it's because you're not listening. And where I mean that, of like, when I, was, when I was in Florida and I was wanting to move to Minnesota, shit just was, and I was like, oh, well, I just don't know yet. Like, I don't know. I want to hold out. I want to hold out. Things were just not going right. It felt like every single day I was getting a punch in the gut every single second of every single day. And I was like, I just don't get it. Like the things that I used to do all the time that used to make me happy, like I'm still doing them and it's just not bringing me fulfillment. It's just not filling my cup. I'm not getting joy out of this. Like, why am I getting punched in the fucking gut every single day? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to the little voice that's been in the back of my head saying, I don't belong here anymore. I'm going to get out. I left and everything started going right. And I was like, Okay. And obviously through there, like I had to go through normal life hardships again. Like it's not just going to be a constant joy forever. Like every single day, it's not butterflies and rainbows and I I freaking pee purple. Like it just, it doesn't work like that. But the things that I did get hit with when I did move to Minnesota and I was on a better trajectory of life, it didn't feel like as low of a blow. It didn't feel that bad. I was like, you know what? Well, I'm still on the right path. Like still, I'm going to have some bumps in the road. But when I was in Florida getting hit with gut punches, I felt like I wasn't even on the right road. And now in Minnesota, there was things that were like, oh, that was a bump in the road, but I'm still on the right road. There's still a light at the end that says, Catherine, keep coming this way. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that was another big thing portion of when people ask like when when do you know it's time to go when do you know it's time for a change I think when you're constantly getting beat up by just life in general and you're like why I think that's a huge a huge thing that um I don't know and I look now and I'm like even after like my dad's death and like the family drama and when we decided to kind of take a step back and reevaluate like what's going on and why because I felt like I was getting gut, gut punches day and day and day out day in and day out. And you and I were like, why does this keep happening? Why is it every single day there's negativity coming in? We shut our doors. We closed off everybody. And we're like, we're going to figure out who is putting the negative clouds over us. Who's raining on us consistently. Absolutely. And we finally started to kind of weed out where the negativity was coming from. And as of right now, we're just, we still love, like we can still love from a, from a distance, but we're deciding to kind of keep our doors closed until we can fulfill our household to a point where we, maybe we can sit down and have conversations with people in our future or whatever. Um, but that, even that right there, I was like, I feel like I'm on a good path. Life keeps going well for me. Shit just keeps filling in and like meshing well. And like, it used to be like people were like, everyone was like, 
head to head. Now I'm feeling like our life is finally meshing well. Everyone fits. Things are going well. I think things come to life that you give energy to. Yeah. Give energy to negativity, give energy to people with the wrong intentions, things of that nature. Then that will, that will show its head. That and starts to flourish. It starts to flourish. Exactly. You water that pot over there knowing damn well you shouldn't have any water over there. And no business even walking over there. So it's like watering a cactus. It's getting bigger. And then you're like, yeah. why does it keep pricking me? And it's like, well, because yeah. you're watering a cactus, not a lily. Like, yeah, I, I think that that was very accurate. Okay. Well, love you so much. I love you. We're going to get off of here. Um, I have my surgery tomorrow morning. So this episode is coming out this week. And then next week. I have an episode all about Botox fillers, surgeries that I've gone through. I want to be open and honest about that. And I'm also going to be recovering from my nose surgery. So it was perfect to kind of touch on that, touch on why I've gotten work done. If you're looking to get work done, if you hate people who have work done and you're like, I don't get it. I want you to listen to that episode, no matter what side of the spectrum you're right, on. Right. Exactly. Um, 1, it's good to listen to that and just understand where people who do get work done are coming from. And then also I always want to be open and honest. People are like, Oh my gosh, you're so naturally blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm not actually. So, I mean, do I think my natural beauty was beauty? Yes, absolutely. But I love to enhance it as well. So I talk all about that. And then the following week, I'll have a part two to that so we can see. And I kind of wanted to do that. So next week's episode is my natural born nose. And then the week after that is going to be my new one. So I'm very excited. Subtle changes coming there, but I'm excited to talk about that. Stay tuned and stay updated with us on all social medias on Catherine Ebbs and then also human twos page. Um, there's going to oh, be a yeah. lot of stuff coming up. I will not be running too, too much, but I have a lot of stuff kind of already pre-planned to roll out while I am recovering. So I'm excited. We'll see you guys next week. And what else? Anything else? No, that was awesome. Okay. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay, can we get tacos? Bye, besties. Okay, bye.